Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the Bay Area Panthers pod. Part of the 95.7 The Game podcast network. Where you'll find analysis, news, notes, and more about the Bay Area Panthers of the Indoor Football League. Here are your hosts, Mark Randy and Evan Kiddings. Yes, it's time for another Bay Area Panthers pod. It has been a while, but we are ecstatic to have an emergency off-season edition of the pod for you. Again, it's the Bay Area Panthers pod, part of the 95.7 The Game podcast network. My name is Mark Randy. We'll check in with Evan Giddings in a little bit. Uh, but before that, we have to chat with the new head coach of the Bay Area Panthers, and that is... Is Darren Arbet. Of course, if you are familiar with indoor arena football in this area, you know his name. He's won multiple arena bowls as the head coach of the San Jose Sabercats back when they were in the Arena Football League. He's an Arena Football League Hall of Famer, and we had plenty to catch up with him about as he just recently, last week, accepted the head coaching position for the Bay Area Panthers. So without further ado, let's catch up with Coach Darren Arbet here on the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network on the Bay Area Panthers pod. Coach, first of all, congratulations on being named the new head coach of the Bay Area Panthers. Thanks so much for taking out some time. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So we had to, you know, once we heard the news late last week, we knew we had to get you on for a, an emergency edition of the pod to talk about, uh, you know, the Bay Area Panthers and, and your goals as their new head coach. Uh, first of all, I just got to ask you, how excited are you to get this thing rolling? I know you just told me off air that you were on the phone with a with another head coach in the league. Just how excited are you to, to get back, uh, you know, in, the, in that head seat of, of a professional football team once again? Gosh, I don't look at it that way. I, I have uh, some great coaches that that's uh, going to be on the staff with me, and we're, we're going to work together, and and that's the way I do it. What was that conversation like? You know, between you, Panthers owner Roy Choi, President Scott McKibben, and everyone else. What was their pitch to you, and and why was this a challenge that you wanted to take on? Well, Roy was very tenacious in this whole process. I uh, was happy, let's say, doing what I was doing, and 
to Arizona where I live and stayed at my house and we just met and, and got to know each other. And I wanted to do it because I just think he's a great guy. And uh, we went over indoor football from the front office all the way through coaching, practice plans, and he sat there for hours with me and let me just tell him, hey, this is what I think and this is the way it looks. And and then the last piece of that puzzle, uh, he had to convince the, the lady of the house. <laughs> and uh, she sat down with him and our private conversation went like, she says, I really like him. I think you can help him. I think that's what you ought to do. So um told him, hey, let's get something done. And we got it done, and I'm excited. He's excited. And then we talked to Rob Keith at uh, Northern Arizona, and he's the D coordinator, assistant head coach, and special teams coordinator. And I uh, love working with Rob so far. A lot of energy, a lot of knowledge. He's won championships in the AFL as a head coach, and he won one in the IFL as a defensive coordinator last year. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about him, the Northern Arizona defensive coordinator this past year, one of the best, if not the best defenses in the league. So how excited are you to be taking on this challenge with him, and, and what does a coach like that bring to an organization? I told Rob, I'm going to learn a lot from him. Hmm. Uh, back in 2008, he was uh, with the Philly Soul as a player, and I won four of those things, and the only one I lost, went to five Arena Bowls, the only one I lost was the Philly by three, and uh, we had a great conversation about that game, just remembering all the things that they did, the adjustments they made, and you know why they made them, and so uh, I'm excited to work with him, and I'm going to learn a lot from him. So you've obviously been successful you know, coaching in this area in the past. You won multiple Arena Bowls with the San Jose Sabercats most recently back in 2015. Uh, you're an Arena Football Hall of Famer. Um, what makes this the right place for you to return to? I, I know it's a it's a new organization, and, and you've been around the organization the last few years, including their inaugural season this past year, working as you know, uh, an analyst and a color commentator on the television broadcast. But what made this situation right? Returning to a place and and to an arena and to a region in which you've already had so much success. First of all, I love the fans in San Jose. Uh, they were awesome. Uh, they fueled our team and, and helped us get through a few games. That was tough, just the energy in that building. Uh, the other thing is I love the journey. And like I told Mr. Choi, uh, I love practice. I love putting together practice. I love talking to the players and trying to recruit them. And if you don't enjoy the process and you just enjoy the games, probably not someone that I would want on my staff or to work with, I should say. Uh, and I think I have some coaches that they love the process. You know, we're Zooming every day. Uh, we, we, we're talking about it. We're making a list for everything. And uh, being fortunate like I was to coach in the indoor game, the NFL, college football, uh, I learned a lot of organizational stuff football-wise from coaches and I'm going to carry that over into the Bay Area Panthers, and hopefully it equates into some more wins for us. Yeah, so obviously, you know, 
familiar for you in the same arena that you coached in with the San Jose Sabercats, a lot of the same fans. I mean, your name is pretty well known around here. I was, you know, searching through social media when the Panthers announced you as the head coach, and I think it was almost universal praise and and excitement from the fan base about this hiring. But with all that said, it's kind of a unique situation because this is an organization just entering its second season ever. Obviously, those first seasons tend to be pretty challenging, and that was the case this year. What are the keys to, you know, what happens in the offseason leading into year number two and how you can kind of buck that trend of, you know, young teams, young organizations that tend tend to struggle because you don't have the experience that some of the other teams do in the league? It's about players. It's about organization. It's about guys wanting to be there and believing in each other. And those are the things I go by. It's hard to win a football game. If you go back and you look at some of the clips uh, when I was at the Sabercats, uh, that last season we went 20-1. and one. Uh, our, own, our lone loss was to a uh, team uh, that wasn't very good as far as record-wise. And it just goes to show you, I mean, I want to say we lost to them in overtime, and uh, they they lost to a team that we beat by 40 two weeks before that. So mentally you have to be ready for that challenge every week. And the Barrier Panthers was a huge – it's going to be a huge challenge for Rob and myself and my staff. And But that's what we want as coaches, as we want that challenge. And looking forward to the journey and, and just working every day trying to get a different result. We're catching up with new Bay Area Panthers head coach Darren Arbett here on the Bay Area Panthers pod. Uh, coach, as a longtime head coach in the Arena Football League, now you take your first job in the Indoor Football League. But as we've already mentioned, you have been around the league and specifically around the Bay Area Panthers the last few years. What differences do you see in the style of play? I mean, obviously, it's the indoor game same dimensions for the most part. It's a it's a similar looking and feeling game, but there are some differences. So for you, how do you adjust what you remember worked well in the IFL or in the AFL and kind of adjust that for the IFL? First off, it, it, it's a different game uh, than the Arena Football League. Uh, there's, in my mind, more challenges as far as defensive backs, not only do you have to cover, but you have to set the edge, you have to run the alley, you have to take on pullers, so you have to be physical. Um, Defensive front-wise, there's a lot more running in the game, so you're going to have to be sound with your techniques up front, hand placement, your footwork, all those things. Offensive linemen that were just predominantly pass protectors are going to have to be able to run block as well as pass protect uh, receivers that were quick and fast that could get downfield. You're going to have to block in this game because you're going to run a lot. And those are the things I see. But uh, the one thing Rob Keith is going to bring is coach Keith is going to bring that, that element of knowing the IFL. He was in Iowa the year before last year when he was in uh, Northern Arizona and won that championship. And then I have an offensive coordinator that the paperwork should be getting done. He's been a coach of the year in this league. He's been a head coach in this league. He's won a championship. So they're going to help me with that learning curve uh, coming out the gate with all the 
the, the small things that I need to know or I'm going to learn about this uh, league. And uh, I take my hat off to a lot of these coaches. And, uh, yeah, I have success in the AFL, but this is the IFL. It's a, it's a different league, and I have a lot of respect for it. I have a great amount of respect for them, and I got a lot to learn. What would you say to to Bay Area Panthers fans who you saw all season at SAP Center who came out for a team that struggled, you know, to put together wins, just one win on the season, but they were there every single week inside of SAP Center. How might this team look different this coming year than they did last year on offense, defense, whatever? How do you think this team might feel or or look a bit different to those in the stands this year? You know, I I don't compare teams. I can tell you what I expect. I, I expect these guys to come in and be focused. Uh, they're going to have to compete every week. We're going to compete every week. Not saying anybody did or didn't before me. I'm just saying that what I expect. And we're going to play hard. And it's hard to win a football game. We're going to have to respect our opponent. Uh, there's a fine line from being and cocky and having confidence uh, we're going to play with a lot of confidence, but we don't want to cross that line, but we want to straddle that line. And, and those are the things we're going to have to do uh, to keep the fans coming back. Uh, I know they're going to support us. I, my social media is, is going crazy. My hmm. phone's going crazy uh, with people. It's their expectations. But now we just have to go to work and uh, start chipping away at it, and hopefully we get there. We're chatting with uh, the new Bay Area Panthers head coach, Darren Arbett, here on the Bay Area Panthers pod. Uh, Coach, I'm curious how you would personally define your own coaching style. Are you a a motivator? Are you a guy that that is hard on the guys, that obviously you expect a ton out of them? What's your coaching style from from those that really get to know you behind the scenes in the locker room? How do you think they describe you? What is your coaching style? Well, first of all, the players have to understand that I'm never going to attack their character as a human being, but I'm going to attack the heck out of their technique as a football player. And if they can handle that and not be thin-skinned, we're going to work fine together because the the staff that I'm going to be on, we're going to attack their play really, really hard every week, uh, every day at practice and during the games. We're chatting with a Bay Area Panthers head coach Darren Arbet here during an, an off-season edition of the pod. Uh, coach, we, we mentioned this just briefly a, a little bit ago. You're going to be playing your home games once again inside of SAP Center where you played and, and, and coached uh, when you were the head coach of the San Jose Sabercats. What is it going to feel like for you to step back into that arena, be on the sidelines once again, coaching uh, a professional football game again? Amazing. Um, probably going to be emotional that that first time we're announced and I walk back out on that field. Um, it, 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 it's going to be great. Uh, adrenaline's going to be going. And a lot of expectations from myself and my coaching staff, from my players, and and, and expectations from themselves. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about those expectations because we talked about your success in the Arena Football League. Obviously, this is a team, the Bay Area Panthers, that struggled in their inaugural season. But I feel like there are a lot of fans who are like, all right, Darren Arbett's the head coach. We know that he's won 
four arena bowls uh, in his past. Uh, we expect this team to be really, really good suddenly. How do you manage those expectations and and the fact that the fan base is probably expecting big things? <laughs> That's what you want. But like I said earlier, and you'll hear me say it a million times this year, it's hard to win each play, let alone a game. We can't even be concerned about that as coaches and players. We have to be concerned about winning plays. And, and that's what we're going to concentrate on is understanding our technique, understanding the call, and winning each play. Very, very important. And then once you break it down that way, it makes it easier for the players and the coaches. And then the hardest thing of all is if you do have a tough play to move on because there's another play coming and you can't let that bad play carry over into the next play because that'll make that one a bad play. Yeah. A couple more questions here for you, Coach. Um, Obviously, the Arizona Rattlers, they're a holdover from the AFL. They're now here in the IFL, and they have been for a few years. Just like in the AFL, they are one of the best teams in the IFL. They are uh, perennially in the hunt for a championship. Uh, How excited are you to kind of renew that rivalry for yourself personally? Obviously, these two teams played twice this last year, but you being the former head coach of the Sabercats going up against the Arizona Rattlers, who you had so many uh, really exciting battles with in years past, what do you think that's going to be like for the first time? Gosh, I can't say enough good things. We don't have enough time about the Arizona (laughs) Rattlers. Uh, Kevin Guy and I worked together. He's a defensive coordinator on one of those championship teams, Jeff Jarnigan, was on two of those championship teams. Uh, he's the uh, assistant head coach there in, with the Rattlers. So we've worked together a lot, as well as Kevin Guy. I think they're the best in the business. And uh, when we play against them, it's going to be fun I mean, because they're great coaches. And, you you know, to be the best, you have to play against the best. And it's just a great opportunity for us to see how far we've come after we get out of camp and, 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 and we got to play against them and play games. Last one for you here, Coach. You mentioned uh, Rob Keefe, your defensive coordinator, who you got from the Northern Arizona Wranglers, also an assistant head coach. You mentioned that the paperwork is being finalized on a certain offensive coordinator. I know you can't quite tell us who just yet. Uh, what's you know the the level of importance? Uh, what what's your next steps? Obviously, you want to fill out your coaching staff. Then you want to get to you know filling out the roster. What does the next couple of months look like for you as the head coach as as you prepare for the new season? Well, I'm going to have to sit down with Coach Keith uh, and my other coach, and uh, we're going to start interviewing coaches for positions, and uh, we'll sit down and. Uh, look them eye to eye and get to know them. Let us know. Let them know what we're thinking and uh, pick a few guys that's the best fit for what we're doing. Awesome. Can't, can't, looking forward to it. Certainly, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Coach, congratulations once again, and we look forward to catching up with you throughout the season. Best of luck. Thank you, and I look forward to it. And thank you very much for this today. Uh, of course. Thanks so much, Coach. Have a good one.
Okay, you too. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Bye-bye. And welcome back to a special off-season edition of the Bay Area Panthers pod, part of the 95.7 The Game podcast network. Mark Randy with you. We just heard from Coach Darren Arbett. Uh, thank you so much to him for coming on and uh, talking us through his process as the new head coach of the Bay Area Panthers. And now have a chance to welcome in my partner, Evan Giddings. Evan, it's great to be back on another edition of the Bay Area Panthers pod, kind of an emergency pod. Once we uh, found out that the uh, Panthers had named Darren Arbett the new head coach, Last week, uh, we immediately texted each other and said, well, we got to record a podcast episode sometime soon, and today's the day. Yeah, I was glad he was able to hop on with you earlier, and no, it's very exciting news with Darren Arbett obviously becoming the new head coach, along with Rob Keefe, and joining him as well, so some exciting new additions to the Barrier Panthers front office and coaching staff and two guys that have a lot of experience, a lot of accolades already racked up both in the previous league, in the Arena Football League, and now of course in the Indoor Football League. So there's a lot to like about them both and I heard nothing but positive things from Darren as he conducted that interview earlier. Yeah, and I mean, I think something that stood out to me perhaps more so than anything was how quickly he mentioned Rob Keefe and, you know, filling out the rest of his staff because, you know, I wrote down, you know, some notes, a a few things that I wanted to make sure I asked him. And one of them was about his coaching staff. We knew that Rob Keefe had already uh, been, you know, officially announced as the team's defensive coordinator. He comes from northern Arizona where he led, you could say, the best defense in the IFL last year. They just won a championship in just their second season 
in the IFL, so kind of perhaps some parallels to to what's to come in the second year for the Panthers, at least Panther fans hope so, but I was interested in that and the fact that he brought him up, I think maybe it was the the first the first answer he yeah. had with me um, stood out to me because, and I, I think I then specifically asked him about it later, because he knows that it's not just, you know, any any football team, let alone a professional football team, you need great people around you. Obviously, you need great players, but you need great coaches surrounding you. And for Coach Arbet, who obviously has experience in the arena league, the, the arena football league, and you could make the case of one of the most successful coaches that league has ever seen for arena bowl titles. He's a Hall of Famer in that league. This is a different game in the indoor football league, and with coaches like Rob Keefe, and you know he 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 said that the offensive coordinator should become official relatively soon. We don't quite know who it is. Maybe we have some guesses, but he is he is aware that this is a new league to him, at least from a coaching perspective. He's been around the league, obviously, but he knows he needs help kind of figuring out how this league is different to the one that he's most experienced in. And the way you do that is by attracting solid coaches who have experience in the league, and he's already doing that. Yeah, two parts to that. Number one, I do like that there is some built-in familiarity with Arbet, obviously being a part of the TV crew covering the Panthers all season, both on the home and road. So he's understanding of the organization, he's understanding of the league, at least from a sort of media perspective, and now he gets to jump into the deep end as a head coach. Uh, but, I mean, to peel back the curtain a bit, Mark, I remember at Media Day last year for the Panthers just standing alongside him, he was sort of breaking down plays, and it was only a scrimmage, you know, Panthers were hadn't even played a regular season game to that point, but he was pointing out certain things that he saw as far as men in motion, certain things that the defense should be doing, ways to be successful. So even though he has not yet literally been on the sideline for an IFL regular season game, there are some signs, at least that I picked up last year, that lead me to believe, give me some confidence in him being able to do the job right from the get-go. And then number two, uh, you know, you mentioned it in his first answer, but he is understanding that as much as he can influence a game, he knows that he needs the players and he needs the coaches along with the foundation that the Panthers have given him in the front office to be successful. So as much as the the interview might come off as as sort of coach speak or, you know, very simple and plain, I do like that he is not making things more difficult or more complicated than they need to be because he understands what has been successful for him and how to transfer that to the IFL. So I'm very excited. Yeah, I am as well. And, And I'm it's funny that you brought up, you know, that that media day scrimmage where you and I were there coach Arbet was there of course he was there with with Dave Lewis they were the television broadcast crew uh, for the inaugural season for the Panthers and I remember standing next to coach Arbet for maybe 15 or 20 minutes of that scrimmage just shoulder to shoulder and he basically was just running through what he was seeing every single play and I was just like standing there just in awe of of the guy's knowledge and yeah we're taking notes <laughs> for i mean so you know you you and i relatively new to the indoor game when you when you rewind to almost a year ago uh, so that kind of experience where you have a guy who maybe you know hasn't doesn't have the most experience in the ifl but clearly knows what he's talking about when, when it comes to the indoor and, and, and arena game uh, was just amazing to be able to experience, and and he 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 obviously taught taught us a lot, and, and made us kind of 
be able to f- know what to focus on when, when we're watching these games. So uh, clearly he knows what he's doing, but but again, he needs that help, and it looks like he's putting together a good coaching staff. So uh, I think the Panther fans should be excited. And speaking of kind of that excitement level, I think it's rare where you have a fan base almost universally accept a new hire. There's generally different like factions of a fan base some people didn't want the previous coach to be fired or, or you know, not fired, but, uh, you know, move into a different role within mm-hmm. the organization. Some some guys wanted him to, to, to stay as the head coach. Some, some people wanted someone else to be hired. But this, you know, I scoured social media, and, and Coach Arbet said of himself that his social media is going crazy. His phone, people are texting and calling him all the time. It's clear that this fan base does not forget what he did for the San Jose Sabercats, and these a lot of these Panthers fans were Sabercats fans, so naturally they should be excited because of the success he had. Uh, but it's just wild to see how universally accepted this hire is because it's it's pretty rare. Yeah, and they should be excited. I mean, there's not many two guys that get the HOF crest on their on their chest on the, like. He's a Hall of Famer, and for a reason. I know he he, he kind of dropped it in the middle of the interview, but talking about how many you know bowls he'd been to, and the <laughs> only two that he had lost, you know, the, kind of a humble brag. But but that's it's matter of fact to him, right? Like he expects to win, and you know, it's it's no uh, slight to to the previous head coach Kurt Bryan, and he did a fantastic job in the first season of getting this thing off the ground after you know kind of a a tough start with the pandemic going back to 2020, and then not having a full off season. So so he, he wasn't necessarily dealt the same card that now Darren Arbett gets. And so I'm glad that Kurt Bryan is still a part of the organization to help, you know, create that vision that now Arbett has for the team as head coach. Uh, but he certainly brings, you know, a slightly different style. Um, you can already tell from talking to him and having from spoken with him off the record. You know, he's 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 a straightforward guy. He's someone who loves to compete, who does not like to lose. That was another running theme throughout the interview is the fact that he expects to win and he does not tolerate losing. And it's very clear from his record, at least resume with, with the Sabercats, that he doesn't accept losing, and he, in fact, he pretty much expects to win, which is what he did. Yeah, and I asked him, I, I made a point of asking him kind of about the expectations that I think might kind of run rampant now because you have such a successful head coach stepping in, in the arena that he won multiple arena bowls and, and championships in. You know, how do you kind of manage those expectations? Because while you want to have as much confidence as you possibly can, you're you're an Arena Football League Hall of Famer. Um, it, it's it's a challenge. He, he said to himself, you know, winning championships is hard. It, it's really, really hard, and it's really, really difficult. So how do you manage those expectations? And I think he, he kind of chuckled and said, well, first of all, you want to have those expectations. Yeah. But it is hard. But, I mean, that's the right mindset to go into it with. You're not going to shy away from what your fan base is thinking you're going to embrace that and try everything you possibly can to make their belief in you come true. So uh, while maybe he has really, really big shoes to fill, they are his own shoes, but he has really big shoes to fill. Um, I I think just from that short conversation we had with him and, you know, all the times that we've interacted with him throughout this past season, uh, it certainly seems like he is going to institute the right kind of atmosphere and energy around this team 
to where they can get to a point where eventually they do meet those expectations. Yeah, and who knows if they'll do it in the very first season. I know head coach Arbet expects to. I'm sure Keith coming off an IFL championship in Northern Arizona absolutely expects that. And I'm sure whatever players they bring in this year, they will impose those expectations on them as well. Um, but I think they also recognize, at least from what I, I took from the conversation, is that they, they understand that this does not need an, a complete overhaul. D- despite the record from the first regular season, there's a lot of things that you know were new to the Bay Area Panthers from the ground up to the top. You know, as far as ownership is concerned, and so you know, hearing about his discussion with with Roy Choi coming down to he Arizona, was dogged. Yes, wow. he was. You know, he's very excited about what Coach Arbet can bring to the table, and he wanted to make sure that. You know, Darren felt that as well. And so, you know, I think head coach Arbet understands that it's not like, you know, this this organization is that far away from achieving what he wants, which is, of course, a championship, which is what ownership wants. The front office and down, everyone wants to win. And even though they only had one win last year, there was a lot of foundational pieces in place that are important for a team to be successful and for a franchise to be successful. He recognizes that from having been with a successful franchise for so long. And so that's why I don't think he's necessarily that, and I don't want to say scared, but you can feel the confidence just oozing from him because he knows that there's only a few things that he really needs to do, and it's very simple for him. And so that's why I feel like, you know, I, I want to continue to talk to him and learn from him because the way that he speaks about things, it's just so dumbed down for him because he's been there and he's done that. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I, I totally agree. And I think the other thing that this suggests, and I think it kind of reinforces a belief that I know you and I both have, and it's something we talked a lot about uh, on the pod during the regular season, is how much this organization, you know, from Roy Choi down to, to Scott McKibben and, and to, you know, all the support staff and everyone, how they're going about this the right way. I mean, it's pretty clear that Darren Arbett is a big name in the indoor and arena foot in indoor and arena football circles. Like one of the most successful coaches that the indoor or arena game has ever seen. Now, obviously, if you're the Panthers, I mean, you have somewhat of a leg up. You play in the same building that he previously coached in. That's obviously, you know, a leg up versus any other team that might potentially want to hire Coach Arbet to be their new head coach. But I think what this signals to me, again, it reinforces what we already believed about this organization, that they are willing to, you know, not take any shortcuts to try to build this thing the right way. It's everything that Roy Choi and Scott McKibben told us in the regular season. And, you know, at times it could be frustrating, like the inaugural season was. You went 1-15. in That was not easy for anyone to handle. But, you, you know, you continue to stick to it. And you continue to do things the right way. You treat your players the right way. You you provide them with everything that they could possibly need during the regular season. And I think eventually your fortunes are going to change when it comes to the win-loss record. And I think hiring a head coach like Darren Arbet is is certainly um, you know one of those next steps. Hiring a great assistant like Rob Keefe, who probably could have been a head coach in this league elsewhere, I would imagine. I don't know that for sure. But I would imagine he he might have gotten some head coaching calls if he had you know been around uh, you know been 
free. You know, he's got the credentials. Yeah, he, he certainly does. I mean, led the best defense uh, in the league last year to a championship. So I'm sure there were a lot of teams who would have loved to have him on their staff. So I think it just signals to me, in particular, uh, that this organization is continue uh, continually um, willing to do whatever it takes to to build a successful franchise that will hopefully be competitive for a really long time. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to expect them to flip from 1-15 and to 15-1, and one, but obviously you're trying to win every single week, and head coach Arbet, I mean, he, he made that clear when he was a member of the broadcast crew for home and road games last year. I remember talking to him, you know, off, off the air, and you know, it's it's not like even when things were all bad, when there was big losses, when there was small losses, even the win on opening night, you know, he just looked at the game from a bird's eye view, quite literally from the broadcast booth. <laughs> but, you know, when, when you hear him discuss strategy, offense, defense, special teams, everything is extremely important and detailed, but nothing is is bigger than anything else. Like, he, he understands sort of how the pieces work, and even though this is a different game than the Arena League, it, it ever so slightly changes, and I think he, having seen sort of what both the Panthers did last year as well as the competition that they faced, and, you know, if we're being quite honest, the conference that they played in last year, a little more competitive than the East, and so, you know, you kind of get a good idea of what Arizona, what Northern Arizona is doing, Tucson, like there's a lot of quality teams that the Panthers had to play last year that our bet I think was able to break down from the booth and from what I could tell did a pretty darn good job of it and so every year the league changes but now having the chance to sort of surprise teams is something I think they're going to relish in addition to expecting to win because based on a 1-15 record, you can assume that other teams are maybe not seeing you as much of a threat, but then with you know coaching changes, with different players coming in, with having the you know the foundation of last year's inaugural season to sort of you know guide you in and also rely on in some sense, like there's a lot of opportunity for them to take the league by storm and it doesn't mean 15 or 16 wins, but it means a chance to get back up off the canvas from where you were last year. Yeah, and I, and I think uh, you know all the excitement around this team right now is certainly warranted. You hire a great, uh, a proven head coach like Darren Arbet, and you certainly have reason to be excited if you're a Bay Area Panther fan. And uh, I know Evan and I are looking forward to the season to come around once again, once uh, the calendar flips to 2023. It should be uh, a whole lot of fun. Uh, we certainly look forward to catching up with D- Darren Arbets as the season gets closer as well. And uh, yeah, Evan, unless there's anything else you got to add, I-, I think we're good here. What do you think? Panthers country, let's ride. <laughs> well, the last person that uh, said that, I mean, he's having a bad start to the season. Evan. Uh, he was a Bronco. It wasn't a Panther. Eh, true. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it here for this uh, off-season special edition of the Bay Area Panthers pod. Again, really appreciate Coach Darren Arbet for uh, stopping by and taking 15 minutes uh, out of his day to join us here on the Bay Area Panthers pod. We'll certainly be catching up with him when the season does get closer. And uh, not sure when the next edition of the podcast will be, but if there's any more important news that breaks around the Bay Area Panthers one place to look for it, 95.7 The Game, the 95.7 The Game podcast network right here on the Bay Area Panthers pod with Evan Giddings and myself, Mark Grandy. Again, thanks to Coach Arbet. Thanks to all of you for tuning in to this off-season edition of the pod. We'll be back at some point in the future to talk more about these Bay Area Panthers. But until then, thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you again later. 
for listening to this episode of the Bay Area Panthers Pod, part of the 95.7 The Game Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.